1: Yep, it's another glorious day in the Emerald City. That's what we like to say out here, don't we, Mr. Benny? You know it. Another shiny day out there somewhere.
2: Above and so below.
1: Above and so below is exactly right. Uh, I want to welcome all of you to the show, and for those of you that are across the pond, um, actually across the prairie, uh, we want to make sure that we're welcoming you, those of you that are hanging out on the water in Westerly, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New York, Long Island. Thank you for tuning us in. And for all of the folks in Western Washington and everybody in between listening on the Internet, um, Somebody, uh, folks were asking the other day because they said, Benny, we hadn't talked about the TV thing. Um, I, I don't talk about it. Much at all. The TV little thing? cameras in here.
2: Oh, the webcams. The webcams. Got it. Okay. So
1: they were asking, how do you look at the webcam? Uh, and I said, uh, well, you have to go to KKNW's website and then you click on the watch button. Yeah, and there's a
2: listen and watch live button. Same. It kind of redirects you to um, another page right. and you can select what you uh, prefer. That's right.
1: And if you watch, it's listening too. You get the audio cool. and, yeah. and the picture.
2: Yeah. But <laughs> Not no. Not like a bunch of mimes or
1: Contrary anything. to your request, that Benny is not on the camera, okay? Just clarifying right now, not on the camera. So you're going to have to wait for that special entree into the world of Benny on the webcam. I've been everybody. known to show up
2: once in a while. You do moon, show
1: but... up once in a while, when you have to come over here and you have to do something, or you're sitting down, and we're doing a show or something <laughs> like that, then you. Show it's not up. about
2: me though, Pat. It's about you.. Yeah, it's your show.
1: No, no. That's what they're saying.: not the And then for Benny those of you Oh, and by the way, yeah, the guy that sits in the other room over <laughs> here, once we put the mics down and you can see him, that's Taylor over there. That's Taylor. He is
2: now gloriously. Uh, but have you
1: noticed, Benny? Now, have you noticed this? This is what I've noticed. Have you noticed that he, he slouches down in the seat more? Look it. Can you see him slouch down it's in a, that seat? It,
2: there's, there's some uh, big news that's happening right now, and I think he's uh, kind of on it.
1: Is he on it? You got the so, big news?
2: So we're big Sonics fans.
1: Oh! Quiet, not, quietly. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about the Pope.
2: Well, that too. Okay, we'll he's talk about redirect. the Sonics.
1: Sonics, and then we'll talk about the pub. <laughs> I
2: think those are the leading categories. Those are leading the leading categories. Topics are we today. able
1: to announce anything?
2: No, uh, not at this moment, no. I don't, I don't have that full information. This is all speculation. So people, uh, I guess stay tuned.
1: People want to know the sport. A lot I of understand folks don't this. know which sport it is. We're talking basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well just,
2: we're trying to get them back. And so, uh,
1: well, yeah, that's right. And that's big I, Honestly, us. some of us don't even know why they left. We're not even sure well, how that happened. We know
2: why. Okay. <laughs> care not to get into it.
1: Yeah. All right. We'll make an announcement. But anyway, uh, I did uh, say hi to the Pope yesterday.
2: And that actually
1: it, happened during our show. Did how you it know that? How'd it go? How'd it go? It went really well. Good. Wonderful. You know, it went yep. really well. All of my South American um, relatives. All 47 billion of them. There's I got a, mil- there's or is it so a million. There's so many. I, be I found out I did one of these genealogy things because we had to get ready for a birthday oh, this right. week. Mm-hmm. So I went in and I started to look for people. I didn't sign up for anything like ancestry and all that. But I found two interesting things. I thought on my uh, dad's side of the family, we had relatives from both Italy and uh, Brazil. I found out from, on my mother's side of the family, the Bilela side of the family, that those two, uh, my actually my grandfather, Bilela, was born in Brazil. No kidding. I'm telling you. What would we do without the Internet? I don't know. Nah, you know, it's like <laughs> nobody in the family is talking about that. We've got to.
2: It is pretty amazing, though, man, just say for the social media to hit it at its prime. I mean, if you want to call it that on how fast the not, the information came from the uh, introduction of the new pope was probably faster than it was on all the news feeds. Yes, it was because of Facebook or you yes. know, Twitter. It's, and, just, it's just amazing.
1: Well, they have a Twitter account.
2: Was, at the yes, Vatican. they do. Mm-hmm.
1: They have a Twitter account.
2: Yeah, what was it? The previous pope? Uh, they have interns. First...
1: I saw I saw something where they have two How interns. How old are their interns? Their interns are young. Oh, okay. And they, these two interns from. What's young uh, though? Notre 50? Dame. Is it 50s? No, 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 no. Notre Dame, Popes, uh, what Popes do you call seem it? To be pretty old. <laughs> no, that's the Pope. But the interns. Well, I'm just saying they're interns. It's be like me and you here. We're like. They are. No, not like me and you. They're like <laughs> more like you and Jessica and Taylor, maybe. Oh, okay. They were young. They were uh, Villanova students. Oh, wonderful. That's right. And they were in charge, by the way, of social media. So uh, there's a young man and a young woman. Huh. They were responsible for what you got yesterday in social media. That's awesome. All right. I want to just tell you. Well, everybody, we have a great show for you today. Uh, You know, this is almost like watching Harry Potter. He who shall not be named. Well, hopefully later on in the, you know, one of the two hours, we're going to have an announcement about, you know, that thing that we're not supposed to talk about in Seattle. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, but we've got two great hours of, of, of radio for you today, uh, right here on the Dr. Pat Show. Yes, you are listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by uh, Yippee Skippy for all of us out here. What a great life we get to say yes to. Uh, we have a great show today uh, starting out. And one of my favorite topics and one of the things I'd had, I really have had to learn a lot about and that is to open to creativity with author and lecturer Selena Matreya joining us here today. What does it mean to open to creativity? What is that about? You know, do you think that if I said to you, oh, are you creative? How many of you would even like raising your hand and say, oh, I'm creative? Well, we really shy away from that. We don't really want to talk about and admit to the creative energy that each of us has. And so why do people that, um, you know, show up in life create certain things? How does that happen? You know, it isn't really, you know, something that we talk about a lot. But it's also one of the, one of the things that we deny a lot from ourselves. You know, we're right there when someone says, oh, you're so creative. And you're like, oh, no. Oh, that, that painting, oh, I just banged that thing out, you know, over the last year. But today, what does creativity mean? you know, what does this idea of being open to this select ourselves to be part of? And it is a selection process because we have to actually talk about who we are, what we do, and how we do it. Um, Today, we get to talk about creating. We get to talk about what this means. Uh, Selena Matreja joining us here today, you're going to hear a lot about what she does and who she is. But The primary thing I want all of you to know is that she helps us, you know, shine the light on a purpose for creating and how each of us is about creating individuals, every version, every variety, you know, every size, whatever that is. There is something about the creative that is absolutely a divine flow and gift. And today we get to talk about that. You know, we get to talk about what it means to be creative, how we how we honor it in today's world and much more. Uh, and, and it is so cool to have Selena join us. Selena, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here.
0: Well, thank you. I'm honored. And as I was listening to you, um, I was so excited because I've been talking about the word thrive is in my main vocabulary. Yes. And what you just, the way you just introduced this next. Segment and what we're going to be discussing was perfect, and I'm sitting here as my grandmother would have said, "Pat, totally telling because this is wonderful. What a great, what a great, um, what a great meeting of the hearts we have here. Thank you."
1: Yeah, what I love cool is our grandmothers. I talked about my grandmother yesterday a little bit, uh, and 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 talked about her from an interesting point of view about creativity. And I think this is kind of interesting to start the show like this. Probably not what folks thought. You know, but, but I watched my grandmother many, many times in the kitchen. I, I watched her. And a, as a, a young girl, I got to watch her cook, you know, the most amazing Italian dishes, right? But also as kids, we got to learn and and, and learn how to make just incredible things, like the best meatballs on the planet, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely
1: incredible. Um, and so this idea of creating, it, it it's not foreign to us But we don't really see ourselves in general as a a whole, a population that believes we have this creative energy and flow. You know, don't you think sometimes that we look at the world and we point to, oh, that person's creative. Oh, that guy's creative. You know, oh, the Facebook guy, he, you know, right? But we don't really put ourselves in the category. Why is that?
0: Well, I think it's a fabulous place to start for sure because it's the, the concept. Of creativity and how we're discussing it here, I would put forth um, that the definition of creativity is really—it's uh, it, really a manifestation of the divine energy. A, a creative, something that is creative, has come through the divine. It, it's um, an example of the divine in physical form, and I, you know, I believe it's a choice to own whether or not we have the um, whether we choose. To identify ourselves as people who have the opportunity to create. Um, Because, you know, we talk about we we can look at art, we can look at music, we can look at literature, and that is a very clear definition of um, a piece that has been manifested in physical form. But we all have creativity in us constantly, and I think it's a big thing for people to own. I think society doesn't support us as artists, as being able to recognize the creativity we have. So it's a choice that we have to make to open to creativity.
1: Well, you know, this is really why I love doing this show today, because, you know, for a lot of people that are are listening, you you know, we've either been told or we have self-selected to put ourselves in the category of not being creative. And I know Uh I did that for a large part of my life. You know, I never really thought about, you know, being creative. Am I creative? Because we we have this view about creativity that comes from a point of view that I, I actually don't even know the origin of it. And that's why doing the show today with you is so great. You know, what is it about creativity that allows us, you know, to live a life that we absolutely believe is exquisite? What is it about having that sense that we can create, if we should say that like that, that gives us a sense of power, a new sense of power that we're probably not used to. So let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking about what this means. We'll be talking about, you know, what the work is that uh, Selena does. And we'll be inviting all of you to think about what it means to open to creativity. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive. by.
0: Did anyone teach you to be a parent?
3: Beloved Ascended Master St. Germain, through the transmediumship mediumship of Michael Shane, is offering a one-time series of transformative healing sessions to help you let go and be who you truly are. Experience two crystal light energy healings and one past life regression with Michael for $125, a savings of $215. This offer is available to the first 20 callers who schedule their session. Be one of the first. Call now, 1-800-508-6437. 1-800-508-6437. Schedule your session and visit michaelshane.com. Chris Stainus is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system
1: that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to
3: change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomentoday.com. That's VoicesOfWomentoday.com. Tune in to The Sean and Jen Show, Soul Path Insights Radio, each Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show with Sean and Jen will have you saying yes to as much abundance as you desire. Imagine a happier soul radiating energy in all areas of your life. Get ready to understand the meaning and the message in your life. Shift obstacles to opulence. Experience powerful, intuitive coaching, live readings, and transformative tools as Sean and Jen dare you to live
1: your best life. Tune in to the Sandy Brewer Show, getting to the heart of what matters in your life. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and experience the powerful healing voice of Dr. Sandy Brewer, one of Colin Talk Radio's most dynamic, compelling personalities. Get ready for inspiration And contagious humor, and her been there, done that, no nonsense advice to meet today's challenges.
2: Listen and call in at 800 930 2819 for The Sandy Brewer Show.
3: Get inspired.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Dr. Pat Cho's Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, we got some really cool things that uh, we're going to be talking to you about in a little bit. And, you know, part of it has to do with about being, has to do with, I can get this sentence out, being creative. And so this is a, a really kind of cool place to be. Selena, thank you for joining me today. You know, and I want to talk about this for a minute and then get into the conversation about creativity and what does it mean to live in the question, so to speak somebody asked me what I really, you know, what I really love, you know, what do I love to do? You know, you know what I mean? Radio Mm -hmm. for sure is like one of the things, but there was this other thing that always kept coming up and I I can't remember if I had this conversation with Lenny or Linda or whatever, what came up was, Oh my God, you know, every word, like of every song. I mean, you love music. You love the pop culture. You love the music. You've always been a music person. And so the, so, someone, so, so the question came up in my mind and I, after I said, yeah, you're right. I do. I do love that. Uh, I love understanding some songs. And so, so then here came the question. Wow. Radio. Music. Why don't you do a show that integrates what this message is today, an online open-air call-in show with music? Not not quite not, you know, Delilah has a certain aspect, but this is more like how do you help people and how do you connect it to music? So this is kind of interesting because we all have these moments and then we get an idea. Right. And sometimes what happens is you get that idea and the creativity all of a sudden stops when our mind kicks in. I, I would love for you to talk about this a little bit because I've got some artist friends, and when they start to get into their groove or or, or you know if what they're doing, I have a great friend who's an artist. When she gets in her groove, man, they ain't nothing going to take her off track. She doesn't think about oh how do what what brush do I need? You know what I'm trying to say. So I'd love to talk yeah. to you about this because this is how do you be creative in the real world? It's
0: a it's a really excellent question and it's an excellent point when. Whether someone is an artist or someone is choosing to live a creative life, which is a life that is open to spirit, connected to source, whatever source, whatever the word source means to the folks listening, to me it means the energy of the oneness that we all carry inside of us, that we're all born into bodies with. And that's the source of creativity. And when we're open, being creative is really about being in an open state versus a closed state. It's about living in wonder rather than living in fear. Mm. And and so being being in a creative state and having a creative life is one where you are really choosing to live in an open state. You're choosing to use your awareness. What happens when people, for most of us, we visit this state. We visit it and then we leave. We visit it and then we leave. There are people, not just artists, but there are people who do do the work and, and you know, Pat, and I know, and many people listening in know that when you open to, um, when you choose to live in an open state, you choose to live in wonder, there are many different steps you take repeatedly over and over, different steps to achieve that, because it's not something that, while it's inside of us and we would think it would come naturally, it doesn't. It, it requires us choosing with free will to do that, and then because we live in physicality, we have to take physical steps to make that happen. When you when you live in that state, when you really live in that rather than visiting, which is not the case for most people, but when you're there, there is less stasis, there is less stop and go. But for most people, because they're coming back into the world of physicality, back into fear, back into self-doubt and judgment, the mind starts you know, starts kicking in, the ego kicks in, instead of working from what I call the sixth sense, which is the intuitive sense, they're working from their brain, they're going to get stopped because the brain is all about that. It's all about saying no rather than saying yes. It's ah. a cautionary organ. You know, it's there to help mm. us think, but it's also there to help us think, well, what if and why not? And, gee, what what would happen if? And that's where fear resides in the brain. So when we're visiting back and forth, Stasis comes in. And once again, we have the opportunity to keep choosing openness, to keep choosing wonder.
1: You know, there's a song. Uh, here I go, right? <laughs> there's a song that when I was in, um, and I want to talk about this for a minute, because I do a show that's called Talk Radio to Thrive By. and um, And I've talked about you know, my life to to our listeners over the past 10 years this, we're going on 10 years here uh, with the mm. Dr. Pat show, which formerly known as uh cross busting your way to an awesome life. Benny, it's you left so it long that ago. I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, it's so I long like, ago. forgot that. I know. Yeah. Dust it off. woo, Doggy. Um, and, and as a matter of fact, the whole cross busting thing is going to get dusted off. Thank you. Uh, but I have this this thing that happens to me when I get really sad and, and I've been sad. Uh, I, I w- 2009, the year 2009, I just like completely erased it from my calendar book uh, in a lot of ways. But what I do is I relate to songs. So Benny has this – so there's this song, right, that is by Creep uh, – that is Creep by Radiohead. And, uh, you know, a lot of people love that song. It's beautiful. It's an acoustic version of the song. But it's very – it's all about the ego. You That's see, fair. that song is – if you listen to the lyrics – It's all about the ego and it's, it's ego. It's all about love. But it's fascinating to me how easy it is for us to follow that voice.
0: That's that's not
1: of our heart. Do you see what I'm saying? Even though I'm sad and I'm listening to that song. Right. But the words mentally wire a certain way of feeling you know, and this—it's like I—it's like you're special, but I'm not. And because you're special, I'm a creep. <laughs> so I want to talk about that from creativity and how, in your opinion, does it really open us up? To, how does it help us rewire, so to speak?
0: Well, you know, it, it's a wonderful—you um, just brought up something that really is so important. It, you know, feelings have been defined as thoughts that move through our body, right? So if—excuse me—if, you know, thoughts are meant to be helpful to us, but there are many thoughts that obviously aren't. And when we're living in our brain rather than living and being guided by our intuitive, mm-hmm. that's when we go to fear. I think there are two great two great tools that I would suggest that everyone listening keep in mind. It's what I—you I, know, I'm sitting here in New York, and I just gave a presentation last night, one two nights ago, um, to two different groups of people— really two two important words one is awareness and one is choice and these are the best tools because if one is able to be aware of our state of how we be not just what we do because we're wrapped up in and we're guided by society to uh or directed by society to really focus on what we do rather than how we be so what i mean by how we be is how we exist how we present how you know how we are in ourselves are we in that state of fear or are we working from that or from wonder
1: mm. so if we keep
0: awareness awareness in our front pocket and aware and witness how we be then we're able to make the shift
1: mm. and then
0: we're able to choose which is why choice is so important another state of being because we get to choose how we want to be but i think people forget that we're in the rat race Society, we have picture upon picture TV. People tell me. I, I ask people all the time, "What are your biggest challenges?" And people tell me the responsibilities I have, mm. the overwhelming pressure I feel. I have no time. I have no money. I, you know, I don't have. A, you know, I don't. I don't. I don't. And they feel like they don't have choice. They forget. And so, it's really about being aware of your state and knowing that you have choice at any given moment to make a shift Mm -hmm. and you can choose and we have to choose because that's how physical life is. We've been given the right to say no to oneness, you know, that's choice, that's free will, but we forget that.
1: Mm -hmm. We do forget it. I mean, yeah, I think that for somebody like me, I've had a number of situations where I've, I've been able to test drive what you're talking about. And uh, and and this is kind of cool because we have to get out there and have an experience of it sometimes to believe it, right? I don't know what's that expression. Uh-huh. I show me I'm from Missouri. Did I get that right? Something <laughs> something like that. Um, b- but I get what it means. But we can show ourselves. So uh-huh. the question then becomes, right? And I'd like to talk to you about this when we come back from break. The question then then becomes. You know how do we muster up what it takes to take the risk to trust our intuition? Right? Do you see that Especially question? Especially
0: before something big happens. Because right. If we don't do that. The universe comes along and gives us opportunities to have to go there. Oh, and we don't, oh, wanna, I we don't want I love this. Lives, right? We don't want lives that are driven by tragedy. And drama just so that we can remember who we are. Yeah, I had to remember
1: who we are without that. I had an aha moment. And and this is I'm so glad you said this. Oh, I am so delighted. I had an aha moment a a year ago. And the aha moment was I've been living my life thinking that, you know, uh, there are life lessons, meaning that, you know, you go through life and there's a painful thing that happens to you to teach you a lesson. What I discovered is that when I'm paying attention, these things just don't happen bad. They don't happen in that way. When I'm not paying attention to the voice that's trying to say to me, wow, you, you should do a radio show with music, then I get directed in a way until I do pay attention. And I yeah. want to talk with you about that because we have this other model that says I must be punished for it to learn a lesson. I want to talk to you about your, you know, what you think about that and, and how to help all of us you know, learn to trust our intuition and to take an action today about something that's hanging over us. Let's take a short break, everyone. We've got a great show. Selena Matreo joining us here. We'll be right back. We're going to give you a lot of information. We're going to talk about some of the upcoming things you can be part of, the Clarion Call as well. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. That's naked truth about coffee.com and check out Kamano Island Coffee Roasters.
2: When you were here before, couldn't look you in the
0: eye. You're just like
2: an angel. Your skin makes me
1: cry.
2: You float like a
1: Wish I was special. special, love that. Oh, Benny, so, so very special.
2: But I'm a creep. We're
1: gonna have a guitar jam in here. That song. Thank you, Benny. Thank you. Thank you. That is "Creep" by Radiohead. I'm actually Benny. We're gonna be doing a show just about that song. Now, we're going to have to pay attention to the rules on talk radio, so we're going to do the song in 30-second clips. It's going to be a very fun time.
2: Why don't you just reach out to the producer of the record label and see if you can get clearance?
1: Thank you. All right. Creative moment, Selena. Ding, ding, ding. so? A creative <laughs> moment right here in Living front in of wonder. you. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Benny. Uh that was the song uh, Creep by Radiohead. Right. Uh, and it, it, extremely for those people that know Radiohead, you, you know, it's kind of like you either like them or you don't. Um, and uh, people say the same thing about Taylor Swift, I guess. But, you know, here we are. We're talking about creativity. And right before the break, we were talking about, you know, what we have come to know or what we have come to believe. The idea of, yeah, we, we talk about being miracles and being called to shine. You know, that's what I love to talk about, being called to shine. And in a universe with an entity, whatever you want to call it, that's benevolent. But at the same time, somehow we, we, we kind of glommed on to this idea, right, that, oh, my gosh, we got to go through life lessons. We got to step in a giant pothole in order for us to be on our soul's path. And I, want to, I would love to hear what you have to say about that, especially in the context of creativity and how we can truly live our best life.
0: Well, you know, if we look at creativity, as we were defining it earlier, Pat, as the uh, manifestation of the divine in the physical world, and we talk about the fact that we all have the, the opportunity, we all are creativity, we all contain within us the energy of the oneness that's that's the creative force right there that's the creative force um, the whole for me the whole idea of life lessons I mean life is tough physical reality is tough the universe works in paradox so what's more paradoxical than being born the energy of love into physicality so physicality some people will say well it gives us lessons it gives us you know it gives us pain it gives us lessons and I would say that certainly there are painful moments, there are painful experiences, but whether you choose to see them as lessons or, in my world, as opportunities to remember who I am. I have had a a really blessed life, but I have also, like many, many other people, have had experiences in life that people would define and I define as very, very difficult. And until I really had enough spiritual maturity, real-time, because I've been a spiritual student since I was 16 years old and I'm about to be 58. So I've had a lot of time here to keep learning and to keep growing, and what I came to was a point where I realized that every opportunity in physical life is an opportunity for me to remember who I am, and who I am is love. Very simple. So when when any, any experience comes into my realm, that's difficult. I, I accept responsibility for the fact that I created this so I could remember who I am, and wh- how is that supposed to manifest as, as an agent of love? Am I supposed to be compassionate in this experience to myself, to someone else? Am I supposed to be forgiving? What is the manifestation of love that I am asked to be at this moment? So that's what difficulty is for me in the physical world. It's an opportunity to remember who I am and then to look and accept the responsibility to say, what, how is that manifesting? And what is my responsibility? Here? How am I to be so I can live in the integrity of what I know, which is that I'm love?
1: One of the things that um, I think comes up so often for people, you know, is this idea of, 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 of finding our life's path, you know, our soul's mm-hmm. purpose are calling. Yeah. And I, I want to hear it from your point of view a little bit here because, you know, it's fascinating. People ask me all the time because they hear me talk about how I absolutely love what I do. Um, yeah. I never thought it would be a job. I never thought it would be a career. As a matter of fact, some people still ask me when I'm going to get a real job. Uh, <laughs> I know, get that all the time. <laughs> absolutely. I bet I was just going to say, I bet you yeah. do. Um, yeah. But the, th- the thing, though, is in my heart and in every cell of my body, that first experience behind the mic, I knew, right? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. how, how I had to remember that moving forward, that was a difficult challenge, you know, mm-hmm. to get back to that. The good news is I get on every day, so I'm clearly reminded about why I work 70 hours a week. And do the things I do. I have to say work because I don't I play. I play with this. Can you talk to this for a minute? Because it's. I know the listeners know that feeling. I know it. I know that and everyone had does.
0: It. And you know when I meet with people, whether they're artists or or people who aren't artists but who are, are attracted to the message I have about living a creative life. We all have a dharma. We all have a purpose for being here. Most people. Are given many opportunities to connect to that, and I think most people self-edit. Um, and the people that are able to listen to the message and move forward, like yourself, and many, many other people, in so many different areas, because you're in a very visible place. I'm in a very visible place. There are so many people who are called to do things that have nothing to do with being in visible places, and there's so it is still such an important calling for them. I think. Being able to, once again, be be aware, make choices, be open, um, it's, it's, it's having the, also to have the ability to know the difference between a thought and an intuitive knowing and in mm. a sensing. Um, I knew I was supposed to be a teacher. From the time I was a little girl, my sister knew she was supposed to be a teacher. She's been a resource room teacher for special needs children for mm. over 30 years, uh-huh. and I've worked, I fell into working with artists. Mm-hmm. So we all have a calling, and it's being able to be open to the, the messages we get, the knowing, and then to have the conviction to follow through. But, you know, I would put to you that it's not everybody's life path, possibly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in this time around, to live, that Mm -hmm. you know some people just aren't but the but the opportunity is there for us to tap into that
1: Mm. you know let's talk about the clarion call for a minute uh clarion Mm -hmm. call 2013 open to creativity and and it's a worldwide event and it is and i and, and i want to take a moment to think to to talk about it from you know your perspective and you know what your vision is here and what you, what what people will actually be able to recognize of themselves by participating.
0: Well, thank you for asking. Client Call was actually started four years ago. This is our fourth one. It was started for photographers, which was my main tribe four years ago. And I wanted to create community because photographers were having a tough time, and so I created a free online event. It, is, it has evolved. We've had over 4,000 people involved, and now that I you know, I wanted to take it to more people because I wanted to broaden the idea of creativity. I wanted to bring more people. Um, I wanted to bring the concept that we all have the opportunity within us. We have creativity within us. We are, we are divine um, expressions, and that's what creativity is. I wanted to bring the opportunity to anybody who wants a creative life, wants to open to wonder, wants to... Uh, or anyone who is a creative professional. And so what I did is I reached out to five of the world's top teachers and asked them if they would come online for an hour each. They'll each be discussing different topics. And most importantly, not only would these um, very experienced world teachers share information with us, but we're going to be going through rituals. We're going to be going through meditations. They'll take us through practices online to help us actually transform Forum. beliefs we have ideas we have so we can indeed open to creativity so it's an audio program for seven hours on March 28th and the website address for anybody who wants to register because you need to register is open to the numeral to creativity.com and all the information is there um, but we have some very heavy-duty people we've got Jean Houston do you
1: know Jean Pat? Oh, my God. her for years. She she actually was one of the first people I think I've ever interviewed, you know, early back that said yes. Brilliant. Yeah, she, brilliant she said yes. And, you know, on a new host on what was then internet radio now, nobody was listening back then, uh, in a completely new venue, because most talk radio in 2003 was really political <coughs> talk radio. She said yes. She's masterful. And her book, by the way, The Wizard of Us, her latest oh, book, great book, brilliant. Yeah. I actually think it's her best book. She would probably disagree.
0: Well, you know, she, she just came off of Oprah's Super Soul Sunday. Yeah. And you'll you'll appreciate this, Pat, because Oprah said of all the people, and she said it right on Super Soul Sunday, of all the people when she introduced the show that I've ever had on the show, this is the first time I've ever asked for transcripts because every word out of this woman's mouth is brilliant. And it's true. Jean has um, written over 28 books. She's um, study the Minds of Joseph Campbell, Margaret Mead. She was in the White House with um, Hillary Clinton for seven months, writing, helping, guiding her on her book, It Takes a Village. She's a scholar, a philosopher. She's a researcher in the human capacities, and she's one of our foremost visionary thinkers. She's long regarded um, as really as the principal founder of the Human Potential Movement. And yeah. she's coming on Clarion Call, Pat, and she's going to come on for a very specific reason, because she's going to share with us, Um, The whole, she's going to talk about the concept of creative souls not being just responsible to themselves, but the responsibility we all have as a creative soul to the universe. She's also going to be talking about the challenges that we have in our daily life that keep us disconnected from true creativity and then she's going to take us online, this is so great, to a sensory opening meditation Mm. because the first thing we close down in our daily life are our senses. Mm. And and we can, when you were asking before, what are the steps you can take? Opening up the sensory realm, including the sixth sense, is one of the most important exercises we can do. And she's taking us through that.
1: She is, it is. I think it's so great to have her. And for those people that have heard me talk about Jean, one of the most important things that I've taken along the way was her 10-day intensive. I mean, it literally solidified for me the direction that I was to take. And uh, and I really, probably like Hillary Clinton, I owe a lot to Gene Houston to be here now with everyone. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, you know, what do we do when we're in that start and stop mode? Is that like a natural movement, like start and stop? Or is it like, you know, your car sputtering or spattering and, you know, you're jerking back and forth and all of that? What does that really mean? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show.
2: You're so very special.
1: Today. We are giving birth today. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to ask that you submit a short story to make a difference in someone's life, someone that you care about, someone who could benefit from the care that Wellness One provides. And for that person, Wellness One is going to donate their services, not just to one person, but to several people over time. This decision will be based on the heartfelt sharing of what you write, on what you say that that individual needs. They won't be sharing the story with anyone it will be completely confidential dr Thane, i would love for you to let folks know the best way to submit their story
0: go ahead and send it to my email. It's going to be Dr. Thane's D-R-T is Tom H-A-I-N is Nancy at wellness1, that's W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S-O-N-E dot net.
3: Tune in to Intuit University. Compassionate guidance. Connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium Sherry Dillard. Each Thursday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality, fun, and a magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as sherry supports inspires and empowers you to create your highest good in relationships career finances life purpose spirituality and more for more information visit sherrydiller.com how would you like increased health and vitality how would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process this is all possible through a simple safe and natural process
1: everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat show. I just want to make sure uh, Selena is joining me here today. We're talking about creativity. We're going to talk about stopping and starting again and what that means. But for those of you that are pinging me, the website to go to for uh, Clarion Call 2013, open to creativity. Gene Houston, uh, a bunch of other really cool people, lots of experts in this field. Uh, it's really an amazing amazing platform because creativity really is the key go to open the number 2 creativity.com so it's open to creativity.com but the 2 is the number 2 yeah so go ahead and go there and check it out um, and folks will have to register whenever and whenever anything is put on like this the reason that you have to register a lot of times is because that there, you know all of us need to know when we're running these events you know, how many folks, because a lot of times we have to get bigger servers. We have to do things differently. So just go ahead there and check it out. Um, Selena, again, thank you. This hour has gone by so quickly. And I I think I would be, uh, I I think I'd be living in, oh, dang, I should have asked her about this. If I didn't ask about stopping and starting, Um, I want to talk about that. Is it a natural process? Or, uh, you know, is there a strategy to break through? Because, you know, part of me, I, I have this flow that happens most of the time, but I do get stuck. I'm like everybody else. And then I don't really get why I'm stuck. And so what I do is I always have to turn it over to spirit. I just like, ah, I don't get this. And then I cry and all of that. But anyway, so maybe you could help us out here.
0: Well, you know, it's it's a couple of things um, there. I just wrote a blog post for one of the arts organizations um, and it was, it was all about the concept of um, setbacks. And I wrote a blog post that really talked about is it a setback or do you step back? And, and the whole idea is that what most people think of a setback or the stopping place might be an opportunity to just step back and see if this change or this, this impasse is happening for a reason that's very purposeful to you. What we usually go to is when we have an expectation of where we want to be or an idea of where we want to be, and something comes up to stop us. I'm going to give you a quick example. Yeah, please. Years Years ago, when I was 20 years old, I was going to photography school. I had been on my own since 17. I was paying for it myself. I needed to sell my 68 Firebird, which I (gasps) love. I had a 68
1: Firebird, too. I had a a turquoise. You had a 68 Firebird? I had a 68 Firebird, too. I had a 350 engine. Was it a standard? I had had a green 68 Firebird. I had a turquoise. Big, fat, yellow stripe. Custom painted down it with the wheels (laughs) and then the whole thing. You know
0: what I'm talking about. I was selling my favorite car to go to school. My best friend, the night before it was to be delivered, crashed it on a tree, took it against my will, against my permission, had been drinking, crashed it on a tree. I couldn't go back to photography school. I was devastated. I wouldn't talk to her for six months. What happened then was this series of events. I became a waitress and becoming a waitress. I met a photographer. He wanted somebody to take his work around. I became the first agent in Boston, and then I became the first consultant in the country. (laughs) This event Of being stopped in my tracks, which I thought was one of the greatest tragedies, became the redirection of my entire life for the next thirty years. Now, sometimes setbacks, sometimes you know. So what happened was that I didn't—I wasn't mature enough. I didn't know to question or to wonder. I was just angry with her, and I lost time with her, and Mm. I created lots of drama. When I, if I had just stepped back Mm. and waited and known, I could have just looked to see. So. One of the things we want to do when, when, we, when we're when stopped is we want to step back and say, is there something else possibly that's coming true? Right. If, however, you know, and not complicated by all the drama we create, if, however, we find ourselves in a pattern where we seem to be self-generating starts and stops, then we need to bring this awareness in again and choose to be different, choose to have the courage to move forward maybe where we're not. I choose to have the courage to not surround ourselves with people who are doubting. Look and see what are the correctional steps we can take, and then make those steps. Because starting and stopping as a human pattern, I believe, um, could possibly be um, a representation of undeveloped discipline mm-hmm. or will. And mm-hmm. we have that within us. We can We can dig deep, and we can push forward. Um, Jean tells me, I've been a, a one-on-one student with Jean for four months and um, she's been my my one-on-one mentor for several months and I talked with her about this because she was helping me develop um, different practices to transform artists and creative people and she said that stasis, which she calls stasis, is a natural pushback of the universe, that the universe has a flow and whenever we start to do something different We're actually shifting a piece, no matter how minute it might seem to us, a piece of the universe. And so the universe pushes back at us. And so we have to keep pushing forward until we're able to shift that little place in the universe that we now have as something new and different. And that's how she defines it. There's another um, definition.
1: Mm.
0: It's a wonderful book that anybody who ever experiences a pushback or stasis should read, which is called The War of Art. Uh. And in this fabulous tiny little book by Stephen Pressfield, which is one of the most loved books by anybody that's ever experienced it, he humorously, you can read this book in two hours, discusses this and, and talks about it as resistance. And he says that this is resistance, is kind of the physical world um, experience of of divine people pushing forward and so we have to push back on that and we have to know that this is this is a process but that we have the ability to push through so the war of art is a great book for anyone to read about this experience of stasis and resistance it's experienced by so many people and it's what we do once again it's it's, it's not it's we like to think it's what we do with it which is important but I would say it's also how we be if years ago, Pat, when my when I sold my, or I was ready to sell my Firebird and Diana had smacked it up, if I had had the wherewithal, uh, and it's not a coulda, woulda, shoulda, it's just mm-hmm. an example for now. If if I'd been in a different place of my maturity, yeah. I wouldn't have created the drama. I wouldn't right. have gone, and we all do that. So if we don't create the drama and right. we step back and say, what's really happening here? We take that moment to step back. That's a huge step right there. That's a huge tool.
1: I think it's a huge Instead tool. And it's yeah. so very important. I mean, I think that, you know, for many people listening to the show right now, you know, think about being able to stop for a minute. Uh, yeah. And by the way, just FYI, uh, sold my 68 Firebird because the mufflers were too loud and I was the, oh. I, had, I had the chief of police haunting me down. Yeah,
2: that sounds like you.
1: I got a 69 Firebird <sighs> and about three months after it smashed it into a telephone pole. Wow. Haven't had a firebird since, folks. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys. We're going to take a short break. Selena, thank you so much. Everybody, check it out. OpenToCreativity.com. We'll see you in a few minutes.
2: stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast all the time the number one transformation talk radio
1: transformation talk radio a higher consciousness perspective the hosts on transformation talk radio offer a positive and new paradigm shift a new vision for a collective future they are empowering and and the barriers of water became freeways. Join Dr. Pat as
3: she launches this exciting venture. To host a show, call 1-800-930-2819 or email host at transformationtalkradio.com. There's a great hunger in this world for new lines of thought because everywhere you look, they say that joy
0: can just be bought. So please come and set aside some time to relax from frenetic.
3: Transform your life. It takes
0: a while, but results are magnetic. We aim to grasp the best in
3: life and track the ways we grew. The how, the why, the what, wherefore, all this we share and do. But every now and then, we hope that you will share right back. Transformation
0: Talk Radio wants you to hop on track. So calling all hosts, tall and small, of every size and hue, there's nobody we'd rather have to tell your tale than you. And if you have
3: a tale to tell of how your life is changing, we'd love to hear you on the line, say how you're rearranging, So run, don't walk, to call us now. We'll set you up and show you how.
1: Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Join our radio family. Send us an email, host at transformationtalkradio.com, or call 1-800-930-2819. Host your own show. Let us help you bring your voice to the world.